So this weekend, we celebrate a pretty big feast day. A cool day because it is New Year's Eve. Kind of. Not really. Kind of. For us. <laughs> that even took me a minute. It <laughs> took me a minute. When does the year begin for Catholics, Father Dom? Our liturgical year begins on the first Sunday of Advent. And the Sunday before the first Sunday of Advent is... The Solemnity of Christ the King. Wow, the YouTube video viewers got to see us. With that, like should arms. Our, that should be our... Uh, our That's right. About? It's like, yeah, this is Notre Dame. Even in a bad year. This is a All really right. bad year. I am a huge Notre Dame fan. It's a tough this year. Reminds me of my fun, this reminds me of a fun story. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. I love our ladies' university. One of my best friends went to Purdue. They're big rivals. And... He, he had a funny sign. He had, uh, him and his buddies were at a Notre Dame-Purdue game, and they had one poster that they held up that said, Jesus hates Notre Dame this much, and then the next poster was a picture of Touchdown Jesus. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I thought that was clever. Wow. I thought that was clever. These boilermakers, these engineers. Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez, oh, so, Anyway, Thumbnail Christ the King. Yay! Thumbnail. That's what I was thinking of. Anyway. All righty, guys. Uh, I'm Father Dominic. I'm Bob and Eric. And this is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. So Christ the King, what can you tell me about that feast day? Well, one of the cool things is that we talked about this a long time ago. In way back in season one, when we talked about baptism. You have a really good memory. I'm actually just making all of this up right now. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. I hope we talk about this. Um, we talk about when you're baptized, you are baptized as priest, prophet, and king. King. And that is because when you are baptized, you are incorporated into, and that great word, incorporated, from corpus, body in Latin, incorporated into the body, the mystical body of Christ, his church, right? So we share in those descriptors, those chief descriptors of Christ himself through our baptism, priest, prophet, and king. Here we're focusing on king, his kingship. He is the king of the universe. He, he repla- he's, like the, he's the son of David. I mean, he's not David's son, but he comes through the line of David, yeah. and they like that is what he was. He's called son of David, and that he, David was the great Jewish king, the great king within Christ, our God, the Father's chosen people. So, through that kingship, we share in it in our baptism, and on this day, at the end of the year, we celebrate it. We celebrate his kingship over all things, over all time. Over eternity. He is the Logos. He is the King. He is the Christ. Amen. Oh, man. It's cool. And we get to share in it, which is so cool. It is cool. So anything, any of his attributes, we get to share in. And that's how we finish our year. And then we turn around and we're like, all right, chill out. Because Christmas is coming, so we need to really. New year. New year. And we start the advent of that year. And what does advent mean? To prepare. Yeah, it's the coming, right? The coming. The, yeah, we are preparing for the coming of, mm-hmm. of of the king, the birth of the king. We we started. It's cyclical. I love the church calendar. So, Father Dom, Christ uh-huh. Christ the King ends the liturgical year 
what do you do as a priest? Do you do anything differently for Christ the King? Is there anything, uh, do you wear different vestments? Is there anything different about Christ the King and that particular Sunday than any other Sunday? We do something different here. Here at St. Edward, we do something a little different. Which is kind of cool. But not universal church-wise. We'll wear white and gold vestments and... um, which is different. Which is different. It's different. It's, it is still technically ordinary time in which we wear a lot of green. Um, but we, so we will wear white and gold on that Sunday. But here at St. Edward, and I don't know how I don't know how long we've been doing this tradition. I love it. There's got to be a way for us to find out. But we actually have a giant crown uh, that we bring out and put on top of the tabernacle. Only on the Feast of Christ the King. It's so cool. It's and it's a cool crown. It's it's metal. It is heavy. It's got like purple stuff in there. It's a cool looking. I mean, it's and it's massive. I mean, it's it, it doesn't fit on anyone's head. It we take the, the 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 current lid of the tabernacle off, and this crown goes on. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. So when um, you go and this year, the date of the Feast of Christ the King is actually the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yes. So typically is. It's, it, it, that's true. It typically, typically is. is. Um, Advent is. Advent's probably my favorite liturgical season. Um, and I, I think it's because of all like the, the Christmas prep and all the little traditions that go along with it. And I get a little piece of chocolate every day as I open up my Advent calendar and, you know, we, um, we, should, we, we will talk about Advent in Ed Talks. Because, be, but because yeah. last year when we did it, we, that was like the, the debut of Ed Talks was it during was, Advent. Well, the special anniversary oh, episode. It's exciting, dear listener. It Woo. is exciting. We don't even know what we're going to do, but we'll, it is we'll exciting. It's going to be, yeah. If you, if you were listening to us on spotify or apple or any of the other podcasts you um, gotta jump to youtube you gotta t- while you're there subscribe to our channel i got this thing <laughs> i didn't even i got it because i'm the now the, i gotta tell you <laughs> i never really understood these things <laughs> you know I, I went to catholic school my whole life even in high school they had these like giant liturgical circular calendars and it's like who who created this? <laughs> what like? Well, what? Who made this? Well, Father Down, let me. Like, you, no one in my years of Catholic education ever like spun the wheel <laughs> so that <laughs> you're reading it. I mean, because then like, no whammies. Information is no whammies. Down. I don't. Yeah. I, I, Right, well, you got Moses here. This is it is a weird, you know. But here's the thing. Uh, let's These let's. People are on the beach. Oh my goodness! This like, is. Oh my god! I'm sorry. You keep talking. I'm no, this is goodness gracious. So this goes back to what we t- we did talk about this a little bit earlier. Like, let's just bring back the These old calendar. Are doing laundry. Right. Let's just. <laughs> for goodness' sake, let's just bring back the old calendar. It was good enough for like a thousand years. Why? Like, this is weird um but but having said that what the church is doing is beautiful because of the fact that it is so cyclical and i think that's i mean moses looks like a homeless person (laughs) i don't even know it is that is a terrible this is from ltp of course it is 
Jesus. That is from our own archdiocese. <laughs> of course. Mea culpa, mea culpa. Oh, Lord mea maxima mercy. culpa. I mean, really, I think I've given this Moses a sandwich once. <laughs> that, from Uncle Pete's. From Uncle Pete's. Two. Two sandwiches in every single bag. That's Moses, oh Rick. Goodness. Look at him. He's, but, I mean, the calendar is pretty nice. Pretty wild. The, the count, I mean, it does show the, that it's a secu- circular. circular. Thank you. Sec- cyclical circular. Cyclical circular. Yeah, that we, we come around every year. But, no, but, but, but that, though, let's, let's dive into that because that is okay. the beauty of it, right? That is the beauty of it. And you see it matched in there's a profound placement of all of these liturgical seasons within our year. And so much of it has to do with what's going on in the physical world. Again, I mean, I hate to beat a dead horse, but like the church and God uses the physical to lead us to metaphysical truths. So Advent is a time when physically the days are darkening. Mm-hmm. The shortest time, the shortest amount of daylight in the year is right before Christmas. Christmas. And Christmas, then the light, the light starts enters into the world. increasing, which is Awesome. And the same thing in Lent, right? What happens at Easter? It is an explosion of life out of this, what seems to be dormant ground, right? The the crocuses come up, the daffodils come up, the irises, the tulips, the lilies. It's it's amazing. But before all of that happens is the end. And that is Christ the King, which is what we're entering into right now in November as we approach the Feast of Christ the King. We want to celebrate and kind of, it's, it's really, it's the Catholic Thanksgiving. It is. Yeah. And it's a, it's a beautiful celebration to have right before we get to our secular feast of Thanksgiving. Which only us in America get, right? Like the rest of the world doesn't have Thanksgiving. We, America, awesome. Thanksgiving, (laughs) like. So uh, when I was growing up, uh, one of my best friends, still my, one of my best friends, uh, his family is half Greek Orthodox. So he gets two Easter's. He generally gets uh, Christmas. They celebrate the same day as us. Don't give my kids any um, ideas because Whitney also oh, right, Greek yeah. Orthodox. Okay, they get one Easter, one Easter girls. So we, we would often forget that we share, we happen to share the same Christmas as the Greek Orthodox. Um, but Easter is always different. And so one year, I think we were, we were in grammar school, and one of our dumb friends, we were old enough to know better. And so one of our dumb friends was like, hey, John, when, uh, when does your Greek family celebrate Thanksgiving? <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> but, but Thanksgiving is an awesome holiday. Yes, it is. And it, it beautiful. there's no better way to give thanks than to come to Mass, because Eucharist literally means Thanksgiving. That is true. And to, we have, we'll have Mass at 9 a.m. on Thanksgiving Day. So come and give thanks to the Lord on Thanksgiving Day. You get to sleep in because 8.30 is the normal daily Mass. You get an extra half hour sleep. Uh, extra half hour. And Bob you're, you're done at well, 9.45, 9.50. You've, you've, you've communed with the Lord. You've, you've sat at the Beautiful. foot of the cross. And then you've got plenty of time to cook that turkey. Christ the King is... That whole so it's kind of like a New Year's Eve, but it lasts a week, because the end of the liturgical year doesn't happen until that anticipatory Mass mm-hmm. on the Sunday Saturday before the first Sunday of Advent. So really, take this time of that week to be grateful, Amen, for all of the things that our King, in whose kingship we share as baptized Christians, 
has gifted us. And it's awesome. And it's a good opportunity as well to make sure that Christ is the king of your heart, right? That everything, your whole being, is gifted over to Jesus and handed over to him as king, to give yourself to him as a king. Yourself uh, and your home. I recently started rewatching Game of Thrones. Okay. The big game because I want to watch the new House the, of the oh, Dragon. Oh, the new one, yeah. So I, I've been rewatching the old series as prep before I I watched the new series. I haven't watched any of them ever. Oh, they're fun. They're I believe fun. you. I just haven't um, done any of them. But I and I you know I watched them. I I got into Game of Thrones during the pandemic. Except I heard the last season of Game of Thrones is awful. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. And that's what I'm watching. I'm going to finish the last episode probably tonight before I go to bed. Um, yeah, it's terrible. But anyway, in watching it again and like seeing how people treat these monarchies and, you know, bend the knee to your king or your queen and, you know, pledge allegiance and are you going to be loyal and this house has been loyal to that house for thousands of years, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then as I you know, think about Christ the king, um, you know, that's that's what our Lord wants from us, right? But of course, he's not the a king that lords his power over us, right? We're not his slaves in the sense that other, you know, monarchs treated their people. But rather, he is the king of love and he's the fullness of, of beauty and goodness and truth. And so our king does not treat us as slaves right um but rather we're free to love him free to serve him and by serving him and giving ourselves to him and our loyalty and our whole heart mind body spirit then we are allowing him then to use us as his instruments to build his kingdom right so yes to be thankful um to to see christ as king of the universe but also to make sure that christ is king of our hearts and that we're giving ourselves completely over to him and allowing him to use us in whatever way he feels necessary to build the kingdom. Can I give Please. our listeners homework? Give them homework. Oh, man. You need some homework, peeps. Oh, so guys, this is something that I ask, and and it's something you got to ask myself, too. To and wash I, the I, pastor's car? That No, that has nothing <laughs> to do. It'd be great homework. <laughs> All right, 4350 West Sunnyside <laughs> Avenue. The garage faces Sunnyside Across with, anyway. uh, no, when, at baptism class, one of the questions we ask, and this is something to ask yourself, if a stranger walked into your home, would that stranger have any mm. idea that you are a Catholic? Mm. Right? Like, that stranger probably has a pretty good idea what your favorite sports team is, probably has a pretty good idea where you're from, that you live now in Chicago. If you live in Chicago, you probably got some sort of Chicago thing. Um, does that stranger know you're Catholic? And if not, if the answer is no, fix it. Because if Christ is the king of our hearts, he should be the king of our homes too. Amen. And we should show that 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 fact that we are his subjects, his loyal subjects, his faithful subjects, his loving subjects. We he's not a he's not a dictator. No. We this is not the feast of Christ. The, the high and mighty dictator. No, he is this feast of Christ the King. He is we don't our put king. up red curtains for Christ the King. No, no, this is not. <laughs> yeah, this is not some sort of weird thing that we're like, oh, he whatever, you know. No, he, Christ. He invites us to love him. He loves us Amen. back. He serves us, which is the cross, right? Like 
no dictator gets on a cross. That's not what dictators no. do. And so how do we... hold the we... hammer and sickle, though. <laughs> Too often. <laughs> Too often. And so that so I do cha- I challenge myself and I challenge you as a listener to, to how do we celebrate at this this moment when we recognize Christ if we call Christ our king how do we show that kingship how do we show our own loyalty and our own recognition of his kingship and the fact that we are his subjects and that he loves us and that we love him so anyway that's my little homework and advent is a great way to fix that if if <laughs> If you're going to fail this homework assignment and uh, need some Catholic things, Advent's a great way to start. Buy an Advent wreath. Get them on Amazon. It'll be delivered in two days. If you buy it now, it'll be here before Advent. And fire is cool. Fire is cool. Get a nativity set. Uh, Costco has a really nice one. Although they're probably Why does Costco now. put out their nativity sets in August? Well, they, they do everything like months early. Like, that is wrong. I mean, they're going to have their summer stuff out in February. <laughs> I love the club, but seriously. I'm a big I Costco mean, fan. Me too, but um, it's too But they much. have cool nativity sets that are cheap and they're beautiful. I feel like um, they're about to bring their bathing suits back out any day now. Oh, yeah, after Christmas. I told like February is when the summer stuff is up. Oh, gosh. Although, this is very, this is really serious head talks right now. I just received. That special November magazine for Costco, mm-hmm. where it's like they got a week sale and then a four day sale and then a two day sale or whatever. Oh, some good stuff coming out. I never read those. Oh, they're good. Should I? I don't know. Do you like mozzarella sticks? Because they're only on sale for like two days. So I better... like when I don't have to make the mozzarella <laughs> sticks. Because <laughs> whenever I make the mozzarella sticks, they like ooze out and get all over the. Well, place. you gotta follow the directions, okay? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anything else on the end of liturgical year? Christ the King? Um, I would just say celebrate it. Celebrate Christ's kingship. Celebrate the end of come another. Come look at our crown. Another great year. Come, yeah, come see the come crown. Come check out the crown and the Eucharist. Come for the Eucharist. Stay for the crown. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be in the bulletin. <laughs> we'll make that the tagline for Christ the King. Come for, come the, for the Eucharist. Come for the Eucharist. Stay for the crown. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a suggestion for the new liturgical year. Go buy... A, a Lives of the Saints book, right? Butler's Lives of the Saints is probably like the most famous one. Yeah. And then for this new liturgical year, now the, the Lives of the Saints book will be a January through December deal. But for the liturgical year, go get yourself an Advent gift, a Thanksgiving gift, um, and read the, every day, every feast day this year, read about uh, the life of one of those saints. Um, and then get to know the saints better, which we talked about in a previous couple of podcasts. Um, and we learned from the saints how to follow Jesus, who is our king. Catholic.org. Catholic.org. Not .com. Catholic.com is awesome. It's Catholic Answers. It's beautiful. Great website that gives lots of great answers to hard questions. Catholic.org has every day a list of every saint whose feast is that day including lots of obscure saints. Mm. And you can click on them, and it gives a brief biography. Catholic.org. Very cool website. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it. I think we've uh, covered all of this. Everything. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And this is Ed Talks, where we hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, and happy everybody. New Year. Happy New Year. Woo.